Trends in technology, processes and products. We cover these areas and more coming up on the cutting edge of cannabis. Be informed from the latest initiators of new innovation. Learn about the latest breakthroughs and best practices in the cannabis and hemp industries. Better products, better infrastructure, and better sustainability. The cutting edge of cannabis, consulted by the American Cannabis Company, starts now. Welcome to the cutting edge of cannabis. I'm your host, Ellis Smith, and today we will be speaking with Justin Chirowski and Dustin Hughes with uh, Rad Source. Now, guys, help me understand here, and if I'm, if I'm speaking right about your technology, but through radiation, you can kill microorganisms, reduce microbial loads on medical devices, packaging, cosmetics, foods, agriculture, the list goes on. Explain to me why your technology can do this or what this radiation really has an impact on all of these uh, microbials and how it can reduce these things. Sure. Thanks, Ellis. Um, thanks for having us. And we like to really brag about our photonic decontamination method. It's a patented technology where we've designed our own X-ray emitter. Um, and what it allows us to do is deliver very high energy photons that have a very small wavelength. And that wavelength is small enough to affect the DNA and things like microbes and fungus and bacteria. And when it affect when it when basically we destroy those components of the of the material, they can't reproduce anymore. It's the kind of the fundamental of, of how these cells uh, you know work. And so once they can't work anymore, they can't reproduce and uh, they die. And so we basically stop them from reproducing and and effectively shut down the whole reproduction mechanism. Okay, so your background comes from outside of cannabis, and you guys have done that for many years, uh, helping these all these different industries. Why did you choose cannabis? Where did you realize that your technology could be a viable source for our industry? Uh, and what made you really want to come into our sector? This is, uh, as I like to refer to, the dark side, even though I look at it as the light side, but most people don't see it in that light. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. We actually started as a medical device manufacturer in blood, um, working to prevent graft-versus-host disease. And so we took those same standards and rolled it into cannabis. And it really honestly just kind of um, – we, we kind of happened upon it. We know that in the Netherlands and in Canada, uh, gamma irradiation is actually, uh, one, and, and using these high energy photons are, are very uh, preferable. It's, so the science behind our technology has actually already been proven in some of these other countries where cannabis is more, much more um, shined upon and to kind of go through light analogy. And so the, the technology really rolled well in to, to kind of that market. So, what we offer is basically kind of a local option. Now, a lot of people have to ship it out, especially to these large gamma facilities. And, and, uh, and post, in a post-9-11 world, these gamma facilities are becoming more and more restricted, harder and harder to get your hands on these radioactive isotopes. And our founding principle of our company was to get rid of these isotopes. So we found that the same technology that works in the blood irradiation that we already do that has a similar effect to what we're seeing with the cannabis market as well. All right. Walk me through your tech and how it works specific to cannabis. How, so let's say you have a, a customer that comes to you that has E. coli and it's not visual from the eye, obviously, or someone comes to you with a powdery mildew issue with something that is visual to the eye. How would your service work and how does your technology, you know, clean that up, I guess is the word I'm trying to say. Sure. So everything, 
we the, the wonderful thing about our technology is that the way it looks going in is the way it's going to look coming out. And that can be a good or bad thing. So you had good product going in, it's going to look great coming out. Um, you know, you, you're going to be very hard pressed to find technologies that actually physically remove residue away. So things like the powdery mildew, you're going to have to get rid of that prior. Um, that's true of all techniques. Uh, the, the thing that makes our technology unique is that it really uh, the photon energies, the wavelength are so small that they kind of miss all the things that you care about and really only focus on the things that are alive. And the principle behind the technique is after exposure to these high energy photons for long enough periods of time, the energy transferred to these the DNA or to the powdery mildew or to the E. coli in your case that you mentioned um, will eventually uh, stop the reproduction process. And so then the whole system dies. And that's that's kind of the principle of how it works and, and really the nice um, thing about our technology in terms of not affecting the actual product. It's only killing the living things. It's not killing the stuff that's already dead, like your cannabis. So, so from an eco coli contamination, which isn't visual to the eye, you guys can knock that out, send the product through testing and have no issues. But with something such as powdery mildew that does have a, a visual component to it, you can definitely knock it out to pre prevent it from spreading, but that visual aspect is still going to be left over, correct? Yeah, you will You will pass your tests. Uh, your, your, your colony forming units will go, to, um, will go down, and, and that's we're confident in that statement, but correct. It, there are very mechanical removal of, of those kind of impurities and stuff like that is really difficult to do with our technique because we're not adding anything and actually really any technique except for actually mechanically washing. That's probably your best bet of, um, of getting rid of that actual appearance. And okay. uh, what, what was the other question that you had asked? It was, Oh yeah. And so everything actually will die given it depends, you know, what, your species is, is it depends on how much dose you have to give it. So things like viruses will take more exposure than, you know, things like powdery mildew and single celled organisms. So given enough time, you know, you can remediate any, anything pretty much. And so we're not going to see any issues with loss of terpene profile, no degradation of cannabinoids, these types of things, right? Or is there any type of disturbance that are, that is happening? So far, we've done a lot of tests uh, with customers and with labs that we're contracting with that have shown across the board no disturbance to terpene levels, cannabinoid levels, moisture content, um, and that is actually a huge advantage of our system versus other systems because the mechanism we're using, which is a cold technique, um, doesn't have to depend on your water content or the presence of water to heat and heat creates things like mycotoxins and destroys terpenes and destroys cannabinoids and actually will prematurely age your product we're completely cold so there's no temperatures change within the um, chamber or within your product and that's a real nice thing about our technique and it provides uh, complete control over your product so I had mentioned that Canada and, and the Netherlands, they use these gamma facilities that are on either side of the country and you have to ship it. Well, people will see loss from just the transportation aspect of it. Another thing, too, is those facilities will often overkill everything. So 
they they just where you can specifically tune our machines to your products. So maybe you you grow a really clean product, but you still can't pass your tests. Your levels, your CFU levels are very low. It won't take nearly as much exposure to kill that versus somebody who, you know, is the the walls are growing, you know, weird biological projects and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So. <laughs> I know what you mean. You see quite a bit of that as folks don't know how to design their grow facilities properly. And you get all types of growth on the walls, that's for sure. Yeah. Now, with, with, with all your successes and uh, with all these uh, different folks you're working with and providing this service, has there been any white papers documented or what type of professional papers do you have out there? As I know a lot of folks I work with would love to see this stuff in that format. Do you have anything like that coming along or have you done that already? So Rad Source Technologies is uh, my job is actually in the R and D department, and we are now pushing towards getting into not only peer-reviewed publications but also you know journals and stuff like that. Um, you know, me- you know, uh, just leisurely magazines and stuff like that. Um, there aren't currently any that we have put out, but we know of different research facilities that have used our technology for a variety of different options. There's a paper um, by Arno Hezekamp who has done a study of radiation on cannabis to kind of continue to validate the technology itself, um, but do look for a lot more coming from RadSource itself um, as we continue to beef up our R&D team and our scientific department as well. Are you in the U.S. market and the Canadian market? Where is your reach and where's your technology um, in the industry? So I know... We're definitely in the United States, and I believe we're starting to work into Canada. I don't know if maybe Dustin has a little bit more that he can offer on that. Um, yeah, we are. We um, Just about uh, two months ago, we uh, did a couple of shows up in Canada, um, had a really good response from uh, our equipment, and uh, we have uh, units going into Canada uh, actually this month. Um, so um, that's that, uh, really a great response as far as, um, like Justin had talked about, uh, having to take product, whether it's onto the East or West Coast, um, to go through a um, gamma facility <clears throat> that's actually hitting it with, you know, real high uh, gamma rays up to 10,000 and, and really doing um, damage to product. So, um, but yes, we are, we are in Canada. Okay, guys we, guys, we need to take a break. When we come back, we'll continue discussing Rad Source with Dustin and Justin. Time to cut to commercial. More of the cutting edge of cannabis is coming up. I said palm trees make California. Yo, 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 this is your boy, TJ. Sure that, James. You're listening to Dr. Beater on Cannabis Confidential. People were so excited to see you supporting our industry, and it's so important to see people who are mainstream, who are out there, that people look up to. That was my first one ever going to, so that was definitely a big deal for me. It's not just, oh man, just come smoke a bunch of joints. It's a lot of science into it. It's way more interesting than a lot of people might think would look down, per se, on what we enjoy. Cannabis Confidential, only on CannabisRadio.com. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is him, pink, that's the point Download 
recording play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proofed by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Fortunate to have Michael Brewer of Brewer and Shipley. Your signature top 10 song, One Toke Over the Line. I've read a couple different versions of, of what the tune's origins are. What's the true story? We were playing a little club in Kansas City. A friend stopped by with some really good hash. We stepped out back and came back in. We we're tuning up in the dressing room, and Tom said, Man, I'm really one toke over the line. And I just cracked up. I thought it was hysterical. We literally wrote that song just entertaining ourselves and to make our friends laugh. It's time to Hemp Resent, only on Cannabis Radio. The cutting edge of cannabis now continues, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back. I'm Ellis Smith. We are here with Justin Chernowski and Dustin Hughes with Rad Source. Guys, uh, I want to really look at you know, how has the industry adopted your technology? Has it been welcome with open arms? Has it been some pushback? How has your technology been perceived? I think the big thing that we're always fighting is uh, stigma. And I think a lot of the stigma comes from a real misconception of the difference between irradiation and radioactivity. And so radioactivity is what everybody thinks of when you think of the Hulk and changing, you know, gamma radiation, <laughs> gamma exposure, all that kind of stuff. And, uh-huh. and that's all from a radioactive decay mechanism. The nice thing about our technology and, and really the founding principle of this company was to get rid of that stuff. So our technology is more like an advanced light bulb. It's on and it's working. When it's off, it's off. There's nothing to be afraid of. There's no energy that's going to be put off you know, when you open the door, you're not, nothing's going to flood out into the room. It, it's, it's a real nice, clean technology. And it's just simply higher energy photons. It's, it's exactly like the sun is putting out. It's exactly like the barcode scanners at, um, at your grocery stores, laser pointers. It's just a higher energy of that same spectrum. So the the misconception i think is the big thing that we've been trying as a company um to to change um but when people try our product i know they are extremely satisfied and the reason is cuz they end up coming back and getting a couple couple more machines so and we've had a lot of people convert from other technologies um like chemical technologies to our technology so it's it's i think the sales speak for themselves um the 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 belief happens when people see it and so that that really that big problem is mostly in the united states you know because canada is so used to it with their gamma facilities um they they really have adapted it pretty quickly um the their issue up there is quantity they just have so much of it they they want to they want to irradiate everything at this point. They're, they're <laughs> almost, they're almost going crazy with it. So I know what you that's mean. the ones where we get multiple machines into those kind of areas. So, yeah, I think we've been welcomed 
pretty openly into the field and and we're you know we look to we we want to continue to get into the field we think we have a great technology and i know especially from the shows that dustin mentioned that the growers have come up to me personally and said hey you know we put a lot of effort into making the best product and growing the best product we can and it really we it really sucks when we get our stuff back and we've lost some terpenes or we've lost yeah. um, cannabinoids or we've lost the, the, the visual appearance of it. And, you know, that's the wonderful thing about our technology is it does not affect it. Are there any other like urban myths? Because I want to call that an urban myth you were just talking about with irradiation versus radiation and people's perception of this. Are there any other myths that you want our audience to kind of know and get some clarification on, you know, we kind of touched on the loss of smell and the terpenes and the taste and these things. Maybe there's oxidation happening. What, what are there, are there any other urban myths that you want to clarify for our audience? Yeah. So I, I think the big um, myth that we're always constantly fighting are, you know, things like the addition of heat. Um, you know, we don't do that. Uh, we don't add heat. We have a cold technology. It's, it's driven, by photons, high-energy photons. And, and you, when you see your loss of terpenes and your loss of cannabinoids, oftentimes that is driven by the heat process, and people can probably speak to that when they do their drying and they see changes in their product. Um, the big one is always going to be radiation versus radioactive and irradiation versus radioactivity. Um, you know, radiation is just simply anything on the electromagnetic spectrum. You can Look it up yourself. Um, it's 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 not a it's not a word that we're um, shying away from. We don't want people to think that we're trying to hide anything. Um, it's really just simply energy on a spectrum. And when you irradiate something, you're using radiation on something. So that's the that's the definition of it. And radioactivity, though, that's when you have nuclear decay and you have those isotope sources and you, you can't turn those off. And that's the scary part that's the stuff that the government wants to regulate and are and i'm going to keep pushing it the, the company was founded to get rid of those things so we really do not want those out in the open um you know we take safety very seriously not only in our facility but also we see ourselves as a as a safety answer to a lot of this stuff and it will keep the you know the government out of your facilities you know, if you don't have to get these gamma sources, because you definitely do not want those in your facility. That's, that's for sure. It's a uh, high risk and you don't want to deal with the regulation behind that. That's for sure. Absolutely. So on, on scale here, now you, you're doing things with blood and for other industries. Do you have different size units for our industry or is there one unit that kind of does it all? And if so, what's that capacity? How much can it hold? Absolutely. Um, I don't know, Dustin, do you want to talk more about this or do you want me to take it? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we, uh, for cannabis, we have three units. We have a, a one pound unit, a five pound unit and a 40 pound unit. Um, so the one pound unit um, is a cycle time that runs uh, about three to four hours. And the five pound unit is a four to five hour and the 40 pound unit um, usually it's about a five to six hour uh, cycle time so um, both the uh, five pound and the 40 pound have two uh, x-ray emitters in there where the one pound unit only has one um, but um, those are the 
the uh, three units that we do have for cannabis. And these are just being sold to operators to use independently on their own. You guys don't act as a toll processor, or is that something in your wheelhouse you're you're looking at? Have you just have you discussed that internally, or how does how does that service work? Uh, as far as on the sales end, no, we just sell the equipment. It's not something that um, we're putting together for um, facilities or to you know to lease the units or um, to do on you know by product basis. So we we just sell the equipment. Okay. That's something that I'd be interested in to maybe discuss with you guys as well as to look at the toll processing aspect. I think in some of these major markets to be able to offer this to some of these uh, smaller operators who may not be able to afford some of these, uh, some of this technology. And so uh, with that being said, is, is it cost effective for your technology? Is there a, um, a size out operation that is kind of a tipping point that says, yeah, now this makes sense with your revenue stream coming in. It's affordable to bring this in. That makes sense. How cost effective is your technology? Well, you know, we've got uh, everything from, you know, small clients to uh, we've got some clients in Canada that are doing between two and 400 pounds uh, a day. So, um, you know, um, for those large operations, they tend to buy multiple units. Um, for the smaller ones, um, they are more, you know, we've got, uh, we are able to treat uh, other things as far as um, cannabis. We can do uh, pre-rolls, we can do uh, transdermal patches and things like that. Um, so some of the smaller operations tend to go with the one pound unit or the five pound unit. Um, but, um, you know, we, they all work for, you know, whatever size operation you are, you're running, but, um, and, you know, and, and how much product you want to run through it. Some operations are just running um, problem strains through it, and uh, we've got other operations that run all their products through it. Are you tapping into the hemp space as well? Um, well, the, the thing about the hemp space is the volume. So um, the only thing that is a downfall to the product is the throughput for us. So right now we have um, just a, being the largest unit, being that 40-pound unit. So um, we have... I've uh, spoken to a lot of hemp operations, some of the smaller ones, but um, as far as, you know, a real large volume, um, we're, we are kind of limited to that. Okay. I'll tease that something's in the works, but so, <laughs> so keep, so keep, uh, keep posted to Rad Source News. Perfect. Okay, guys, we need to take a break and we come back. We'll con- continue talking with you about Rad Source. Time to cut to commercial. More of the cutting edge of cannabis is coming up. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more 
with the Plant Profits. Welcome to another episode of Plant Profits. I am Bert Miller, your host. As you guys know, the purpose of this show is to introduce you to some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. Plant Profits, only on CannabisRadio.com. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. (laughs) They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. The cutting edge of cannabis now continues only on cannabisradio.com. Welcome back. We're speaking with Justin Chernowski and Dustin Hughes with Rad Source. Guys, so you are now working in other industries, stepped into the cannabis sector here with your business. How long have you been working in the cannabis space? So we've been in cannabis now for just over, I think around or just over two years. Um, we actually kind of fell into the space. We had a customer reach out to us and say, hey, you know, we know your technology or the science, you know, behind your technology has been used in other countries. Do you think maybe your units would work for us? And so we actually repurposed another unit and um, sent it to them for some initial testing and some and some trial periods. They came back and they said, this thing is amazing. You guys got to got to work on your volume and, and you know we're we're believers and so that's what we did we worked on our volume uh increased it dramatically and uh and and released the 420 line as a as a product line and we've just had unbelievable amounts of interest and and, and growth in that area um you know our blood market is probably our largest market in terms of company in terms of company focus but obviously cannabis is just absolutely booming and very rapidly catching up to to can uh, to blood with that being said so it sounds like blood is kind of your big kind of money maker for the company but you also support a lot a lot of other industries what percentage of of your revenue coming in is from cannabis this is exciting to see that you've been in it two years and this is already catching up pace to your established business that you're running right now that's pretty neat yeah it's it's really unbelievable to see the growth um i don't know if I'm not 100% sure how much of our actual uh, company cap is, is from cannabis, but it's it's easily, um, you know, at least 25%. Um, it's it's a huge. We're sending out so many machines, you know, it, it's almost tough to keep up with the backlog. But we're definitely growing as a company, and and this is just a new you know a new monster for us. It's it, we we the growth in this market is is unreal and you know we're scaling up for it and the nice thing is because we're an established company we've been around since 97 uh, and we have these other pillars to kind of lean on we have the model to to scale and so we're working on that and 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 hopefully our customers are satisfied with their product i mean we, we love putting the product out and we hope the customers love using the product 
I'd love to see this even branded on packaging to show that the technology was used to bring some, you know, some, just some, some clarity to the, the product is showing that it's been through this process and can guarantee, you know, those results of zero contaminations. I know the testing will help do that, but I'd love to see that branded. Are you guys seeing that at all in any of your partners you work with, or they just keep that out of the, out of the, that, the view of the public in a sense? Well, we would love that, obviously, because <laughs> sure. it, it, speaking speaking a hundred percent, frankly, I would not use anything that was not clean first. Um, just that's kind of my thing. It, that's kind of my where I'm getting at is I'd love to see this brand so I could pinpoint oh, who I'm going to shop from. A hundred percent, and and part of the reason why we're trying to get rid of this radioactive versus a radiation stigma is because we don't want people to think that they're going to eat this or smoke or whatever ingest and have problems um it's really it's it's really a big just kind of pr thing that um has somehow caught on um i don't know if it's just because of the comic books and and that's why they're bringing in technical people like me to help explain and try to um kind of dull this this stigma it's 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 you'd be surprised how much you get from the grocery store that goes through this process that uses this science uh you know oftentimes ground beef um things that are imported and exported from other countries um and so you're already consuming things that have been irradiated um and that's the nice thing about it it's it's not hurting people it's it's you know people are, are still walking around so it's, it's a real nice technology. So where is your biggest footprint in the U.S.? What markets? We know, we know obviously Colorado is the big mega, mega market. California obviously is coming online as a big mega market. And Midwest is starting to blow up now as well as the East Coast. Where's your, where's your footprint? Where can I find the technology? Well, we've got some uh, – probably the majority of our units are in Vegas. And we've okay. got some units in Michigan that I believe are, are that's a brand new market for us, kind of opening up in the last couple of weeks. Um, California, the Department of the State of California themselves have actually uh, are working with us and our unit um, because they believe in the technology and they're interested in making it uh, a lot more accessible to not only growers in their state, but even maybe mandating it because of how effective it is. So California is a believer. Um, we're in the Northeast, I believe Boston. We were there. Um, I was there working with a couple customers a few months ago. Um, I believe Dustin just said we're bringing Canada online. So our, our footprint is really widespread. I, there's there's a, a dozen or so states that I know uh, that I believe we're in and growing just absolutely rapidly. Guys, any cl- any closing comments you want to leave with our audience as we wrap this up? We're an established company. We're not going anywhere. This is not, I mean, this is one of our pillars. So we know what we're doing. You, you, we have excellent customer service. We have patented technology. Um, and it's, it's absolutely the most advanced technology out there. That's why I work for this company. Um, I'm a true believer in the tech. Uh, we really truly do have the non, non nuclear, uh, goal getting rid of the nuclear um, options and and going with these alternative technology this alternative photonic decontamination technology that's that's been proven to work and we really hope that you know people believe in the technology as much as us because 
public safety is a big concern, uh, especially with immunocompromised patients. Um, you know, you don't want them ingesting bad, bad things. And so our technology can help. Uh, you know, I believe in it. Uh, I know Dustin came on even a little bit skeptical and is now a believer in the tech. And, uh, and I, I really hope people give us a chance. Thank you for joining us for this edition of The Cutting Edge of Cannabis with Justin Jarnowski, Dustin Hughes with Rad Source. You can download past episodes of our program by going to CannabisRadio.com or subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and now on iHeartRadio. I'm your host, Ella Smith. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you joining us. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.